Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, you woke up to the news that you didn't win Powerball, but that's okay. You still got a shot. Real quick, 550 million bucks. Not bad. I'll for take what? It. For tomorrow night, right? For tomorrow night. Tonight's uh, is um, the other one, Mega Millions, 110 million, I think, something like that. Cool. 141 million, my mistake. Very nice. It's not chump change. You figure, everybody says, well, what do you win? You figure, just take half of it. And that's how much cash, if you take the cash option. A lot of people, if you're young, I think it behooves you to take the payout each year. Because you're going to be around for a long time. I guess. I don't know. I'll take a dollar at this point. I'll take 50. It's the, other big, it's the other big story. They are embarrassed into actually leaking news now to local organizations, news outlets in Pennsylvania. Authorities now say escape murderer Daniel... Uh, Cavalcante could be in the this certain area of Pennsylvania. They're starting to narrow it down now. Are yeah. we talking 12 days that this guy's been on the lam? He escaped on August uh, 31st, okay? <laughs> He's not a very nice person. And, and, and I, you know, it was funny because I brought it up in rapid fire like the day after he escaped. I said, oh, we got another escaped prisoner. And, and I even said I'd be cheering for the guy if he wasn't such a bad person. Right. He's not a nice man. He doesn't. He does belong locked up for the rest of his life. There's no doubt about it. But this guy gets out of the perimeter that the Philadelphia and the Pennsylvania State Police have set up, like five miles away from the prison where he escaped from. He breaks through that perimeter, steals a van, drives. Now they think they got him cornered in this area, which is about 50 miles away from where he was. And it's a little town. It's something meal. I forget what it's called. But they think that's where it is. And they got him within a two-mile radius. And they think they have him cornered. But now I guess the update this morning is they think he's armed. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently he broke into someone's house yesterday. Yeah. Uh, last night he stole a gun. It's a twenty-two uh, rifle. Fortunately, it's not like an AR-15. It's just a, a twenty-two, which probably, if you're going to have a gun, it's probably the best gun to have. Uh, and the guy that had the house, that had the gun, shot at him seven times, and he thinks he hit Cavalcanti. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what? You shoot somebody, they usually I'm, yell or they fall. I'm one for seven. Uh, you know, so I don't know. He thinks he hit him. If he's hurt, that's even worse. You know, he, he he's either going to die laying in the woods and he's going to bleed out. I don't know. He's going to die from getting shot. Or he didn't get shot. Now he's got a gun. And this guy's a double murderer. He's not a nice man. He's not. But play. I mean, come on now. It's a fair question. You've got the entire state police, local agencies, everything in the entire state of Pennsylvania, and they can't find this guy. Yeah. Anybody else, you try to go off the grid, they'll find you in about five hours. How come? You know what I don't get is why don't they let the dogs loose? I don't know. That's another good question. I don't know what they're doing. Why wouldn't you just let the dogs loose? Those dogs are incredible. And once they get you, they don't let go. No. Until their handler tells them to. So, but now that he's got a gun, I, I mean, now you got to worry about the dog safety because this guy's got a gun. And and the resident who had the gun, who's who, where it got stolen from, said it had ammunition in it. So. I don't know how much, but still, he's got a gun. It's not good. 
Here's another amazing story that in another state in Virginia. You know, we've talked about these school board issues in Loudoun County. That must be a terrible place to live. That's where they've had school board arguments and through the whole COVID thing and lockdowns and fights. This was another story that came from it. It was a massive story at the time, too. A dad who was getting no justice whatsoever for his daughter finally spoke up at the school board, caused a ruckus. They arrested him for, you know, like disorderly conduct. Right. Um... Over this issue, the bathroom policy in the county in schools for transgender people. Well, it's confirmed that his daughter was a sexual assault victim in one of those bathrooms by a transgender person and wanted everybody to know about it. Right. They just got pardoned fully by Governor Greg, Greg Lunk, uh, Youngkin. And this happened Youngkin. back in, in 2021. This was a massive story at the time, too. Yeah, and basically they everyone in the school said it was a male dressed as a female claiming to be transgender. Right. And he more or less sexually assaulted this girl. And then it was the Loudoun County School Board. Those people, the ones that had the FBI checking on people, they had them arrested. Yep. He and got it, into a, an, an <laughs> altercation with some parents that were there and some, some officials because he was so heated he could get no justice for his daughter. And he wouldn't listen to him about the transgender policy in bathrooms. Right. So, he was caused, so they charged him with disorderly conduct. <laughs> well, now he's fully, fully cleared of that because of the governor. I, I, apparently, Governor Glenn Youngkin went to his house, too. Yeah, I, but I mean, it took two years for this to happen for this guy. Yep. Your daughter gets sexually assaulted by a guy in the bathroom, the girls' bathroom, and by they, the way. they would not listen to him. And they wouldn't listen to they him. They wouldn't listen to him because it was, it was offensive to the transgender community. Uh, you know what? Uh, all the power to this guy. His name's Scott Smith. He was arrested. Uh, he's been very vocal about it ever since he got arrested and he was charged. Yes. And it's nice to it's nice to see that the governor actually pardoned him. Can you imagine that? No, no, I could not. You, know, you got two daughters. You know what it's like. I, Something I, happens to them. You know, I, you go ballistic. Oh my it's, God! You know? I, I could. This is why when it happened, I think I, I think all kinds of parents could have related to this guy. Can well, you imagine? No. First of all, going through that hell. Of that happening to your family, and then nobody listening to you and telling you to shut up because it's offensive. Yeah, you, you could you offend. Were the, you were the family uh, assaulted. Yeah, because you could offend the guy that says My he was God. a female. Unbelievable. Mm. No, thank you. No, and thank something you. Good else for him. Something else amazing happened out of state yesterday. So over the weekend, the New Mexico governor decided to oh, <laughs> en- yeah. enact a state of emergency over shootings. And she decided to suspend gun rights. She decided she thinks she can suspend gun rights in her state. Yeah, she's going to take all your guns away. You know, defying the U.S. Constitution, just stomping on it and stomping on your rights, right? Can't do that, by the way. Well, there's been immediate pushback. But now there's (laughs) an actual sheriff, uh, Bernalillo County Sheriff. His name is John Allen. I like this Held a press conference yesterday with full support in his county. And he said, no. We're not going to do it. We're not going to listen to the governor. This was incredible. In reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. While I understand the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution, but most importantly, it is unconstitutional. He'll win in any federal courtroom in this country. She just decided your constitutional rights don't matter. Okay, tell that, okay, have that governor go to Pennsylvania and tell all these people in, in Pennsylvania where this crazed murderer right. now has a gun is running around, oh, you have to give me your guns, you can't keep them. Yeah. Yeah, okay, what kind of defense do I have against a, a murderer with a gun? Thank you so very much. She's nuts, this chick. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. But I mean, 
to have a, a, a sheriff of one of their counties stand up That's, against this, it's first of all, it's impressive. Because I can imagine the backlash that guy's facing. I mean, not from the people, right? from the other people in that state government. He's like the Grady Judd of New Mexico. He kind of is. You know what? Did he have pictures? It would have been great if he showed pictures like Grady Judd. Right. This here is the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> I don't know. Give him credit, though. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, they are they're they're saying that uh, there's breaking news about Cavalcanti. Oh, they may, maybe they caught him. I think there, it's I think it's just a smokescreen. To be quite honest with you, is there a manhunt update out of Pennsylvania? Yeah, they're they, trying to get their ducks in a row I, I and find this guy. I, you know what? How embarrassed if you're. A, too bad I actually couldn't get one of my cop friends to call the show. Oh, to I tell know. you how they feel about this. No, because it's a, it makes all cops look bad. No, it's this, a it's a bad look for them. It's been it twelve is. days. You yeah. can't catch this man. No, it really is. And they know where he is. He's caught on cameras on home ring doorbells. Come on. All right. Sorry. We'll update you on that as well as uh, updating some of the other headlines too. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Browns here in New York. I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could, the way from where you could stand. Well, okay. Well. Not to dwell on this one too much, but it was another day and another gaffe from Biden. Or we can't call that a gaffe. He's just he he he, li- he lied. He misrepresented himself again. He wasn't at Ground Zero the next day. I but, proof. But here's the, here's the thing with this guy, our president. I think he truly believes what he says. I, I think his mind is just so mushy at times that, you know, he may have been a ground zero, and he I, probably I, was, but it was probably weeks later. I think you're right. But he, in he his does mind— fully believe, like, like, in other words, what you're saying is he could have passed a lie detector test on that. Yes. Yeah, without a so. doubt. I, I without right. a doubt. With anything he says when we all go, uh, no, you weren't there in Philadelphia, Mr. President, uh, It's I think he believes it. And he just he makes this stuff up and he he's either been such a great liar all his life that he actually believes his lies or in this case, he just forgets. Yeah, that's yeah. He was on the Senate floor, by the way. There's all kinds of footage of him. September 12, 2001, yeah, the next day. Pa- yeah, passing a bill about going after the terrorists that right, attacked exactly, us. Right. I, I mean, he was doing a good thing, but he wasn't at ground zero. I don't know. I remember a bunch of senators went to ground zero, but it was an extended period of time after the collapse of the buildings. Oh yeah, it was because it they didn't want time. anybody there, right? You know, they had all those. For, they had remember they were looking for for survivors for days and days. Yeah, think about the next day. That was, I mean, that was still a burning. It was horrible, burning yeah. massive wreckage. Yeah, they wouldn't let anybody near the place. I was there in September 11, thousand two. It was a still just a massive hole in the ground. Really, only different. The only difference was the metal was gone and it wasn't on fire. Wow. My brother went in uh, when they asked for medical help. He yeah. went and volunteered, and he said it was probably one of the most horrific things he's ever done. He's, oh, it God, still bothered imagine. him. It's great he did that, though. Yeah, he he went for a couple of days. Wow, he does do good stuff for a jerk of a brother that he was. Well, listen, <laughs> he does do good things. You know, when we get older, Jen, we're trying to get into heaven. So he, he changed substantially from high school. He was horrible to me all my life till he happens. got to college, and then he changed. Well. Then he Life became exper- a doctor and he really changed, though. So. Life experience. It's true. So he's a good guy now. All right. The word out of Pennsylvania <laughs> for the manhunt, the yeah. manhunt for the dude, is that uh, they've got a big update. Big update coming. Big update. Okay. The big update. And here's the thing. They have the police chief of the Pennsylvania State Police saying, we believe he still is in Chester County, oh, which God. is the county where, I think that's where Philadelphia is. Okay? So it's no real update. So that's what, But they believe he's there. They're not sure. 
He could have stolen another vehicle. I mean, this guy showed up 20 miles away from where he thought they were because he stole a van and he drove. And then they got him on ring doorbells going, can you imagine if you worked with this guy? Oh, I know. Next thing you know, he shows up at your house. Hello? <laughs> can you give me some food? Uh, no. He's a bad, bad He's person. He's a bad dude. So they, they also updated this. They think because of an interaction with a homeowner, he, 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 they think he's armed. They think he has a twenty two rifle. But the guy oh. that owned the house where he stole the gun from says he shot at Cavalcanti seven times, and he thinks he hit him. I'm thinking, you're nice a bad shot, shot. buddy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's how it's going to go, though. I, I swear to you. The way this thing is going, you just know it's a homeowner or just a citizen or a guy in a truck that's going to get him. It just feels that way. It, it may be. Or in this case, if this guy really did hit him. I don't know. Most people I know that have ever been shot told me they screamed very loudly when they were shot. You, okay. well, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it hurts. You know, I, and, and he wouldn't have. I, would he have run away? I don't know. Maybe adrenaline kept him going. But if that's the case and he's hurt. He's either going to bleed out, he's going to die out in the woods, and they'll find his carcass in a week, or, uh, you know, he's going to come out fighting. Like shot I, him with a twenty-two. he's probably fine. Th- that's the thing, you know. I don't know what he shot him with. He has a twenty-two. I mean, if you had to steal something, at least he stole a, a gun that, you know, if you're a bad shot, you could survive. Right, You know right. what I mean? So I just come on now. The tide has turned public. And you know what? Most of the country got interested in this story when we all saw the video of how he escaped from prison and scaled the wall. It was incredible. Now yeah. everybody's in, like invested in it. And now the tide has turned. Almost everybody. Public opinion is saying, hey, uh, I know they do good work, but what's wrong with these Pennsylvania cops? It's what? a statewide manhunt. They can't find this. Guy. And then they had him uh, apparently that Englewood, Longwood, whatever it was, the botanical gardens he, they said he was hiding in. They had the place surrounded, and he got out. How did he get out? I don't know. That's the thing. He broke the perimeter. Usually when they set up a perimeter, you don't get out of it. He got out of it, and then he stole a van, and he drove even further away. So now they think they know where he is because of where he broke into this home. They think they got him cornered again. We shall see. We'll see, all right. <laughs> you know what? If he wasn't such a bad guy, I'd be, I'd be cheering for his release at this point. But he's a bad, bad person. Hey, uh, they did find this guy. Remember the American scientist that was trapped in the cave in Turkey? <gasps> you know what? I thought this was like one of those stupid spelunker kind of stories at first when no. I heard it. No, this guy, they were doing research, and this guy got sick. He was trapped for several days. Oh. It was more than 3,000 feet underground. Oh, my God. What is wrong 3, with these 3,000 feet? Yeah. He had life-threatening stomach bleeding. Officials called the operation uh, one of the largest cave rescues in the world. I could wow. see, kind of like with the uh, the soccer cave kids, I could see a movie out of this one. I was just thinking the exact yeah. same thing. But when they first said, oh, they're trying to save an American stuck in a Venezuelan cave, I thought, oh, God, another stupid tourist went into a, a place they weren't supposed to be. And I didn't realize until like, you know, four days ago that this guy was an actual researcher and yeah. that he's going in there. He had a whole research team with him. Thank yeah. God there were people with him. Yeah, he was in southern Turkey. Oh, Turkey, not Venezuela. Sorry. Well, he, his name is Mark Dickey. He's safe now, safe and sound. Isn't that They've amazing? never, I guess they, they learned all kinds of things and they use new technology to get him out of there. Deepest, most intricate cave rescue of all time, I guess. And we thought the, the kids in Thailand was a big deal. This is going to be huge to watch this day if they do make a movie out of it. Good I'd watch them. it. Oh, I'd watch it in a heartbeat. I, I, and especially... starring as Mark Dickey, The Rock. Oh, God, please. <laughs> no, no, no. He'd be the rescuer. Oh, yeah, not, that's right. not the sick guy. That's right. He's going to be the hero. The sick guy's going to be like, you know, Owen Wilson or something, you know? <laughs> it, it, won't be, it won't be the rock. He has to be the hero, Bill. Oh, my God. Don't forget he saves people. That's right. <laughs>
please. All right, give me a rapid, break. rapid fire is coming up in just a couple of minutes. A lot to update you on, even in from the sports world to update you on this. Wow. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. We'll catch up on everything. All kinds of categories in this one, too. Jen's got the first one. Well, I got bad news, unfortunately. It does not look good for a, for a if you know anybody who works for an auto company. Oh, that's uh, probably going to happen, right? Come Friday night, you're going to have 140,000 UAW workers walking a picket line. So that wow. means no one's making cars for Ford, General Motors, or Stellantis. Now, Stellantis, UAW president comes out yesterday and says, no, no progress has been made. They're making stupid offers. Stellantis comes out and says, we made lots of progress. Uh, they only offered like a 15.5% raise. They've agreed on health issues, health care issues. They've agreed on safety issues. They've agree- It's, it's going to be the pay. The UAW wants a 46% raise. The highest they've gotten so far is from Ford at 15%. Stellantis offered 14.5% and JGM 10%. They went, yeah, see you later, bye. They're not going to. Are they not moving off the 46% demand, though? You know what? I think think they're shooting high and hoping for maybe 25%. It doesn't sound like there's any give there, though. No, but uh, if they're coming back. I think they just threw it out there to see what the you know the automakers would do if they're coming back at ten percent from GM right. and only fifteen percent the highest from Ford, they're in trouble. And you know what? Do you fire? Can you fire all these workers like they did with the air traffic controllers when Reagan replaced them all? Said, see you later, bye. Go on strike. See you later. I think there's too many. I'll replace you. I don't know. So latest from Biden though was they're not gonna go on strike. Okay. Okay. Well, you better get over there, Mr. President, and figure something out. Yeah. And next, before they go on strike, they usually send somebody from the White House over to help right. negotiate things. So I don't know who they're going to send over. Well, send Blinken. He loses every deal. Oh yeah. Well, he gives away <laughs> everything. Right. So yeah, it's a good idea because I mean he just gave six billion and we're ran. So come on. Yeah. Speaking of that, by the way, on 9/11. I guess it's neither here nor there. I just thought maybe they could wait a day or, or move it off that day. The Biden administration basically did a prisoner swap for $6 billion for five Americans. Great to get the five Americans who were transferred from Iranian prison to house arrest. We're going to get them back. But here's how it happened. Yesterday, we issued a waiver to foreign banks to transfer $6 billion in Iranian oil funds that had been held up by U.S. sanctions. Wow. So basically, they're going to get, it's not a direct payment. Right. But they're going to get their $6 billion. We get our five Americans back. It's a prisoner swap. It's kind of it like they wash the money. Like yeah. they release it, and then it goes to Cutter. Then Cutter puts it into a right. Swiss bank account, and then Iran can take it. Huh. But it, they're getting it, their money. Yeah, they eventually get their money. I don't know how long it takes. I'm sure they can overnight all this stuff, but still. Here's the kicker. Iran says, well, it's okay. We're going to we're gonna put the $6 billion towards humanitarian funds. Yeah, sure. sure. Because that's what they're known for, right? Who is yeah. the merchant of death we just let out of Russia? Oh, yeah, Victor you Boot. Know, Victor oh, Boot. Yeah. They, they're going to go call him. He's the humanitarian they're going to get in touch yeah. with. Humanitarian. So, wow. I don't know. Iranian, they're, you know what? The Iranian people are great, and they're held up by this horrific regime, like a lot of regimes around the world. But it's terrible. It's not going to be, put it this way, it's not going to be $6 bucks towards good. 
No. Oh, and they, wow. they could have waited a day. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, I understand you want to, you know, if that's the deal to get the American prisoners out, but still. Right. I ran to get all that money on 9-11, but... Okay, so what about the guy that's still stuck in Russia that we took uh, the basketball player over? Yeah, right. He's still there, too. Not going to hear from a him. A couple people are. He's not valuable enough. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, it's sad. So this is a story we haven't brought up yet, guys, but actually I'm surprised it became as big as it is this morning on like national news. You're right. Aaron Rodgers is... I guess reportedly out for this season. I mean, that's not wow. the official thing yet, but that's the speculation. The speculation is he tore his Achilles last night. Ouch. In the first possession of Monday Night Football. How many snaps? Four snaps? I think it was four snaps. Four. Yeah. Okay, now here's a guy, and this is why it's such a big story. For a person who could give a crap about the groundhog, this guy went into a hole to decide whether or not he was going to go to the right. Jets. Yeah. Is he going to stay? Where did he come from? I Packers. Forgot. The Packers from Green Bay. Green Bay was all upset he was leaving. The fans. Sure. But the owners didn't like him. I mean, this went on for months. Well, you're right. And there was so much hype behind this. And I'm watching this last night, like a lot of other people. I actually had on the Manning cast because I enjoy watching the Manning brothers. They are they, fun. Yeah, they, they do a good job. <laughs> and I'm sitting there with Kristen, and this happens. And I look at her, I'm like, I cannot believe this. The hype around this for months, all the interviews they did with Aaron Rodgers, Monday Night Football, first game, and his season is over on the first drive of the game. It's just incredible. I mean, incredibly sad and just, you know, I, it I, is. I, we all hate injuries anyway, but I mean, this was just so horrifically, the timing of this. They got no, this great entrance because he did have a great entrance carrying the American flag. Oh, it was, it was you know, 9-11. Cool. The, it was an emotional moment. Yes. Jets fans were all psyched up as they finally had hope and they were all hyped up for the past three, four months. And then this happens. Oh. I was, I was uh, after working out, I was in the pool and, I, and I, I'm sitting by the side of my pool last night and I wanted to check the score because I know the game was already sure. on. My phone was already on X. So... You know, the first screen I see, and I see like 10 post people going, most Jets thing of all time. I can't believe it. This is so sad. I'm like, yeah. what happened? What are you wow. talking about? And I'm like, this is unreal. It, that, that, no, I think that's the perfect word. Just completely unreal. How, how, how does that, it really is sad, though. I feel bad that. for the Jets, and I don't even know anybody who likes the Jets. So, And it's bad for the league. I mean, yeah. they have, so they counted on this to, to, to have the Jets good again. Uh-huh. And they still maybe. Who knows? But they have, what, five, six primetime games? They have five primetime games oh. left. And right now the backup, Zach Wilson, is the quarterback for the Jets. I mean, is is that who we're going to see in five primetime games? Unless they sign somebody, I don't know. Oh or just go God. with him because he's been through camp and, he, and he's played a full season for him. Yeah, two. Maybe, maybe that right. happens. Share what you told Bill behind the scenes, the rumor. Oh, yeah, well, you know, of course, the talk starts right away. Tom Brady's going to go to the Jets. He's going to come out of retirement. Yeah. That's yeah, not happening. Yeah, he's going to come out of retirement to do that. Yeah. There. He, he would never go to the Jets. No. So that's besides Just the point. Just unbelievable, though. I Bob Kraft would him. rescind his uh, invitation yeah. from the weekend of uh, putting him in the Pats Hall of Fame early. We're going to Tom Brady is now banned for the, life from Gillette Stadium. They take the lighthouse down, destroy the bell that he rang. Right, they do it all changed. It's all gone. Okay, Unreal. I, Diener doesn't remember this. I know you will, Bill. I'm going to give you the date. August 12th, the year 2000. A woman by the name of Tilly Tudor was driving her Toyota Tercel on 595 in Fort Lauderdale. Do you remember this story? Is she the old lady that fell by the side? Yes. And they she, couldn't find her? They got, she got knocked by from behind by a vehicle, went through the guardrail. They couldn't find her for days. She survived yep. for three days Tilly. inside her little t- Tercel. Wow. Let's go to Idaho. 84-year-old woman fell 800 feet into a drainage ditch. Oh, jeez. 
and she has a pair of thank uh, hunters to now thank her for finding her and saving her life. They said she drove off the road. The weather was bad. They knew that her family knew she wasn't where she was supposed to be. Who lets an 84-year-old drive on the roads of Idaho hey, like that? Maybe she's a anyway, good driver. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, she went down this embankment. The The hunters just happened to be there, and they saw this car in this ravine, and they were like, wow, that's kind of odd. There's a car down there. And then they looked again, and they saw a leg. And one of the guys went, there's a person in the car. Wow. <laughs> so they went running down into the car and realized she was still alive. She'd been there two days. So they saved this woman. This 84-year-old woman's going to be fine. But wow. it was had it not been for these guys out there hunting, she probably would have died. See? Another reason you can't ban hunting. There you go. They found this 84-year-old woman. She's going to be fine. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, real quick. I know we're running late. Uh, Powerball, you might have seen this. The Lake Worth billboard updated me that it is $550 bucks for tomorrow night. And you're going to buy our tickets, right? Dieter was in charge yesterday. I didn't do it. I wouldn't count on me because I forgot to buy him again yesterday. What so. is it with yeah, you too? So I'm counting this as a win. <laughs> Good. Who's, see, now who's we can buying get the, the tickets? Ah, we'll find out. Maybe it'll be Rick Ross. Do you guys know who who, uh, who that is? Rick Ross, the rapper. Yeah, he's that? a rapper. South Florida. I think he was from down here. But oh, he's he my was? cousin. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, that's right. Rick Ross. He's your cousin. Cousin Rick. He actually has a big ranch with a lot of cows and everything. He does. He does. And he has his own private jet. So if you are going by uh, Southern by the airport today, really, go How do by you know the airport. Well, I'll tell you because as you're going by and you see Trump's airplane, right? You know, right? you always see his plane where you're going past the airport. Rick Ross's private jet is parked right next to Trump. There's a picture of it that's going viral on on Twitter X right now, and it says on the side of the plane, Rick Ross. <laughs> That's it. It's hard that, to miss. That's, the ticket is decided. Trump Ross twenty four. That's, that's and we're going to tell everybody it's Jen. <laughs> yes. I'd like to announce. Wait a minute. Uh, d- d- does he make that much money rapping? I guess so because he, he has, has a like, private jet like he, that. He has a huge house and a huge ranch and a private jet, and it's parked right next to Trump. So you might see that driving by the airport today. I had a very important meeting with Rick Ross on his plane. We talked about a lot of issues. He's now my running mate. We're gonna make rap great again. But it goes to show you how big Trump's plane is too, because it's right in front of it. This thing looks small compared to Trump's plane. Well, Trump, Trump's Trump, got like a seven thirty seven, yeah. doesn't he? Trump Force One is tough to beat. It is. It's a, it's a big plane. But you can't miss Rick Ross. It says Rick Ross right inside of the private jet. That's hysterical. <laughs> We're going to make Palm Beach International great again. Together. <laughs> together. Park next to each other. All right. Well, we've got a couple of headlines. We'll give you an, a, uh, an update about the, uh, the Pennsylvania convict search hunt going on here to see if there's any updates on that. But there's an update on Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy. I got to tell you about why? I'm what gonna happened? Go, I'm going to buy five my pillows today. What do you do? What do you do now? Not because of politics, because of what he said to a lawyer at a deposition was fantastic. If really? you've ever dealt with a slimy lawyer, this is going to make you feel so good. <laughs> oh, oh good. I can't wait. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> that more coming up next. East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We have moved from a containment model to one which involves utilizing a variety of investigative resources and which has proven successful for us in the past. Well, not so far this time. They've moved off the containment model. Oh, okay. That's uh, Pennsylvania State Police. Still nothing doing, although they teased from them. They teased a big announcement on the manhunt today. Yeah, well, their manhunt is turning into a guy that's now armed with a rifle that he stole from a homeowner last night who allegedly shot at him seven times and maybe hit him. This is the Cavalcante case, the escape. He's a bad dude. He really is. But, I mean, uh, I think the public sentiment on this, now that we're talking about, what, 12 days? Yeah. 
started to turn a little bit. Most people are saying, what is with the, uh, sorry, no offense, the police agencies here. How can you not find this guy? Well, everyone's trying to figure out how he got across that. They said it was a closed perimeter, that he'd never escape. Well, he got out of it, he got through it, then he stole a van and he drove away. They still, the comment this morning from the, I don't know if the, it's that lead investigator or whoever it is, he said, well, we still believe he's in Chester County, which is where the jail was that he escaped from. Uh, who knows? At this point, he could have stole, they think he's going to steal another car. And drive further away. Uh, probably, he, right? He's desperate, and if he's armed, now he's armed, he's desperate. He's got to be hungry and tired. You hey, brought it, up the point, where does he sleep? I don't know. He's got to have survival skills in the wild, though. He really is. And maybe they said he was a survivalist in Brazil. So, I, this guy I don't know is, what that means. Man, I tell you. <laughs> I don't know. He's a wiry little devil. You know, he's going against all conventional wisdom now. When is the last time we had a manhunt go over like five days? Never. Never. I mean, we had those guys in upstate New York, but that yeah. but they got help, though. Well, yeah, and the girl didn't quite remember right. she was supposed to pick him up, and she never showed up. Yeah. So she was their getaway. They climbed out of the sewer, and Man. she went around, uh, and they probably would have gotten far had she showed up. And the other one, she took him with her. Remember, she said she was moving him to the, the courthouse appearance, and they just took off. Oh, yeah. She was the jailer there. Uh, but in this case, I don't think he got any help, although the, the guard that was on duty when he escaped has been fired. Well, I would hope so. He scaled the wall right in his face. <laughs> I'm going to go out for a little exercise. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> anyway, we'll see if there's an update later on. It's a fascinating story. It's And this is fascinating me. Do you have any uh, my pillows at home? I do, actually. I got one. Pretty yeah. good pillow. I yeah. like it. You know, I think I'm going to buy three or four more, to be honest with you. Why? Now, the CEO, Mike Lindell, you know, he's on TV like every five minutes. I'm my pillow. And he shows up in your your buy medicine my, cabinet. He's always got a new he's always got my pillow slippers and my, you know, <laughs> he's, buy, he's my, uh, buy my my pillow, Kyle Rittenhouse blanket, you know. <laughs> he's a big Trump ally. Now, yes. no matter how you feel about his politics, right? He's a self-made, you know, millionaire. Great business. He employs like people that he's helped out throughout the years. Well, he's he's been in trouble with the law because he's a Trump ally. Eric Coomer. Director of Dominion Voting Systems. We all know that they've oh, had some yes. problems. He is suing uh, Lindell for defamation. That's ongoing right now. Okay. As Lindell said once that he's a traitor or something like this, right? So he's suing him for defamation. So the uh, depositions are happening. I think you know how those can go with obnoxious lawyers, right? Yeah, all too well. It's got nothing to do with your politics, how you feel about Mac Lindell, whether or not you like his pillows. I think you got to support. So by all accounts, the way this deposition was leading was an incredibly obnoxious line of questioning from this attorney. Which is usually what happens unless somebody steps in and stops him. Lindell stepped in and stopped him. Really? This is one of the most unbelievable pieces of video I've ever seen in my life. When you say lumpy pillows, now you're an You got that? You're an Mike, is what you are. Mike, no, he's a no, He's an ambulance chasing. <laughs> that's what you are. The lumpy pillows kiss my. <laughs> but there's a way to screw you. Believe me, I'm doing it. <laughs> the you guy, can hear his attorney going, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. No, he's a. <laughs> enter that in. <laughs> so the, the the lawyer he's accused of being an ambulance chasing blank blank <laughs> starts starts attacking the quality of his pillows. <laughs> And he's saying, you know, people complain in and they call your company all the time complaining about lumpy pillows. That set Lindell off. Wow. You know, you can call him 
You can you 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 can accuse him of, of defaming somebody all you want. You don't attack his product. No, he, that's what he went nuts. Well, it, it, you know what? He spent his life developing those pillows, and it, as you mentioned, made him a very wealthy man. Well, but still, now that I like him, that episode has gotten him in more trouble. He may have to appear in Denver no. court after that <laughs> that heated legal deposition. Really? They want to haul him into court over that. Why? You know what? what usually what should happen is they bring in a, an arbitrator that sits there, and it's usually a former federal judge or a former judge will sit there and Lindell's, make sure they should civil. bring in a, a, a pillow with him. You <laughs> yeah. want to call this lumpy? Here, have a pillow. It's a you fine take, pillow. You can take a nap, jerk. <laughs> You're right. I might have to go buy another one of his pillows, too. Just goes to show you, though. Like, wow. uh, Annie, think of the number of Trump allies... That's that are all people, in trouble? That's people that were in the administration, but people like Mike Lindell or supporters, friends, whatever, that have been basically the Democrats going after him. Here's another case. Well, Giuliani being right Giuliani. up there. He just got indicted with all those. Well, look at all the other ones. There were Peter Navarro. 18 of them that got indicted with him. So, or 17. He was the 18th. Peter Navarro uh, being yeah. held in contempt of Congress. Uh, Roger Stone. Remember, I mean, if you if you had anything to do with Trump, they go after you. Wow. Even his attorneys. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it really is. If you don't think the Democrats are bad people, at least this administration, then think again. Wow. They're terrible. Wow. All right. We got uh, more headlines coming up next. We also have, you know what else? It's a big Apple iPhone reveal today, and apparently not anybody can afford it. I thought it was yesterday. It was my mistake because I said it was yesterday. They're calling it Wonderlust. That's, that's stupid. That's the name of the launch. Oh, the, that's dumb. The, their annual launch. So is that the name of the new phone? Boy, do they miss Steve Jobs. Wow. Well, what's his name? Tries to Tim be. Cook cannot pull this off. He still dresses like him. Isn't that weird that he dresses like him? That's kind of creepy. Kind of creepy, isn't it? <laughs> All right, we got that. An update on the uh, Pennsylvania manhunt to talk about. And uh, they found that guy, that, that American that was stuck in that cave in Turkey. Why? He's okay. And I think you're right. There's a movie coming about this. Sounds like it. Wow. All right, that and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We have moved from a containment model to one which involves utilizing a variety of investigative resources and which has proven successful for us in the past. Okay. Well, it hasn't, that's Pennsylvania. <laughs> hasn't been very successful so far. Well, the containment model didn't work. Yeah. We're moving on to other means. That's uh, the, the Pennsylvania manhunt for mm. Cavalcanti. He was a bad dude. It's, I mean, oh, we're joking about it, but it's He's not nice. it'd be a very serious issue if you live right around there. I get that. And now they've shut down the Owens J. Roberts School District in Pottstown. Well, the kids are happy. Yeah, the kids. Well, they've shut down everything. And now they've, uh, it, it, I would assume most of the town is shut down because the police presence in that area is where he was. That's where he stole the gun from, from the house. Uh, so now you have a double murderer. By the way, I was wrong. He killed his ex-girlfriend because she was going to turn him in for a murder that he committed in Brazil. He got in a fight with somebody that he worked with over. He had his car fixed by the guy and the guy tried to charge him too much money. So he just decided to kill him instead. And that was in Brazil. And that was in Brazil. And then he came here. I don't know how he got here, but he got here. And when his girlfriend found out he was wanted for murder in Brazil, she threatened when they got into a fight that she was going to turn him into authorities. Uh, That didn't go over well. She turned around and then he stabbed her in the back. He's uh, multiple he's a, times. He's a bad dude. Yeah, he's not nice. But he's got some kind of survival skills from the outside because it's unbelievable. This is a statewide manhunt with a lot of resources, and now because of public pressure, a lot of money, they have not been able to find this guy. But there was a sighting yesterday. Apparently, 
broke into somebody's house. He did get a 22. Right. The guy says he shot him. Yeah, he said he's fired at him seven times and he thinks he hit him. It was in a town called East Nantmeal. Uh, that's where he stole the gun from and that's where he was shot at. Whether or not he gets shot is yet to be seen. But you got to understand, this guy's got something going on. First, he, he found a place to get clean shaven. He changed his whole appearance, changed his clothes. <laughs> so he broke into somebody's house, probably took a shower to, you know, shaved, stole their clothes and left. Uh, you know, if, if you live, they keep on telling people, lock your doors, lock your windows, lock your cars. This guy, they say he's going to end up hot wiring another car is what they're afraid of. I can't. This is amazing to me. This is 12 days old, this story. I know. It's kind of frightening, though. Can you imagine if this was going on around here? You had a, a, it I mean, wouldn't last 12 days. Oh, I don't think it Sorry, no offense, days. Pennsylvania, but we have. Uh, I, I don't see it happening here. I don't. I Either do I. I, I. I would love to talk to the sheriff about this. He's probably calling up his buddies in Pennsylvania going, What are you doing? Well, seriously, because you're starting to hear that with public sentiment now, too. Now you're like, Okay. What? what who are these cops? Yeah, well, it makes. They said it was a tightly, a tightly closed perimeter around that Longwood Gardens botanical oh, garden. Was that the containment area? That was the that he got out oh, of. Okay. Okay. So, did one, one of your cops fall asleep? I mean, <laughs> what happened? I mean, this is a statewide manhunt now. That yeah. that, that press conference that cut there was from uh, the Pennsylvania State Police. You know, I, Come it's on, not man. like they got tunnels under the roads like they do on you know in the Alligator Alley. There's a lot it's of like, woods. What's going on? You know, there's a lot of area. Okay, I, I they know. have dogs for a reason, right? <laughs> if you had him in, a, if you had him contain this ten mile radius, so they say this two mile radius, why didn't you just let the dogs loose? No, that's what I'm wondering. I don't know. Who knows? It's interesting. Well, you didn't win Powerball. It's very this very quickly. Is Powerball? It's Thanks. up to five hundred fifty million bucks for t- uh, tomorrow night. So good luck if you're playing. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Trump date, he is heading to Georgia. To ask that the case against him be dropped, and he wants a, uh, at the very least, he wants the judge out of the case. Well, just because she's so biased, you know, she's not going to, they're not going to remove her, so he's kind of stuck. He'll go. It's it's more lip service, I think, than anything else, and it's on paper that he protested and he wants her, you know, taken out of the case. She'll never recuse herself because of whatever, and they'll never remove her, so I don't think he's going to win this one, but I think it's more or less just to be documented. While he was preparing for that, he was going on Truth Social yesterday. Uh He had quite a few things to say about the prisoner swap with the Iranians. What did Trump truth? Truth. These days will change that. (laughs) Here's the the shortened version. Let me get this straight. We did a hostage trade with Iran. Five very tough, smart people they desperately wanted. Likewise, we got back five people, but we also gave them $6 billion. How much of a kickback does crooked Joe Biden get? Wow. It's a strong statement, isn't it? Holy cow. And then he goes on to say, I got back 58 hostages, zero money. Remember, Pastor Brunson sets a terrible precedent. Republicans call out the 25th Amendment. Now Biden is incompetent. Wow. Well, he does make a point. Yes, he does. It was a prisoner swap. You know, and make of this what you will. It was on 9-11. They could have put this off a day. But we don't exactly pay them $6 billion. Iran gets $6 billion in Iranian oil funds that had been held up by U.S. sanctions because of Trump, because he held up the, you're not going to give him money. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's a great money laundering scheme that right. they get going on, because they release it from there, they give the money, the $6 billion to Qatar, Qatar puts it into a Swiss bank account, and then they call up, they call up Iran and say, here's the Swiss bank account number, it's so yours. They get their money. They get their money eventually. And then, this is the gutcha though, Iran says, oh, we guarantee to spend it on humanitarian aid. 
Right. Yeah. Because they're known sure. for that. They're going to go find that merchant of death guy we got out of Russia. Sure. So, uh, please. These are known terrorist backers. Please. So we get our Americans. That's good. They get their $6 billion, That's bad. But here we are. Well, I'm, I'm glad that these people were released, these five. I would assume it's five men. I would, you know, you don't, two of them remind, wanted to remain anonymous. Right. And I can probably understand that. I don't want anybody to know that I was in an Iranian prison. Leave me alone. Let me live my life now. I'm yeah. back home with my family. Yeah, the families are happy at mm. least. Yeah. And this is a big day. Maybe you need $6 billion to buy the new iPhone 15 today. Okay. It arrives. <laughs> okay. What did the last one cost? What's the four? That's a 14, I assume. We, we bundled them into a plan. I don't even know how much we paid for them. Aren't they like we got, we got the four, bucks a We got the 14 plus and the family plus. I don't know. We switch carriers. Big, wow. Big thing. Okay. I don't even want to know. It's a lot of money. I know. To buy a, even if you buy an inexpensive one that's new, they're like 800 bucks. Yeah. The new one. So today's the, they said they're calling it the Wanderlust event. All right. That's stupid. But I, he, but what's his name? Uh, Tim Apple there said it wasn't the name of the new phone. We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Him. Uh, he doesn't have the, uh. No, he doesn't. And you know, there's a big concern now, too. And Apple stockholders have said this for a long time. They're running out of the Steve Jobs innovation. Really? This what? is still all his? I mean, what's new? Nothing. They need something new and big. I don't think this is going to be it. But wow. it is the iPhone 15. 1 p.m. Eastern time will be the announcement if you're interested. If you're an early adopter who upgrades every time. How do you afford that? That's what I want to know. Or don't you just care? You don't just care? You just It's like a car. You just roll it over to the next one? And it's still going to cost you money. Wow. So they did a national survey, of course. Survey says? Yes. 31% of the country has no interest in getting the brand new phone. <laughs> it used to be, remember though, it used to be because the phones were so much better. You know, you, you went from 16 gig to, to like, you know, 85 gig and it could do a million other things and compute and has seven cameras. And now they're all like the same. They've reached a plateau. So what is it that your cell phone can do for you that it couldn't do for you yesterday? I don't know. They, they haven't revealed much from this one either. So... I don't think anybody's expecting much. Who knows? They got to get a better camera. Although your your picture of the moon the other night on the ocean that was pretty cool. It's because of the moon, not my phone. No, that yeah, was, I you, don't know why you took that on your phone. That was a great picture. That's the first time I've ever seen a really, really great picture taken with an iPhone. They don't have good cameras. I, I don't I can't figure it out. And their AI isn't too good. Who uses? Who still uses Siri? Anybody? Not no, me. I, I I've never used it. No, I, well, I don't have it, so. Uh, but you got a good camera. Siri, Siri, Jen, Jen has a dial-up cell phone. Siri is usually, Siri, where's my phone? Yeah. That's all I hear in my house. Siri, where's my phone? My kids, they lose everything. They come in for five minutes and they misplace their phone. It's like, where did you put it? That's why you got to spend, you know, two grand to get a new one. That's, that's absurd. More headlines coming up next. We've got uh, a couple. Of, oh, by the way, we're getting closer to a UAW strike. That would not be good. Now, and it doesn't look like they're going to, you know, ward this off. Unfortunately. But good news. Do you remember the Delta passenger lost her dog at Atlanta's airport? Well, that was forever ago. Reunited, and it feels so oh, good. Oh, how sweet! All right, that next and more. <laughs> the self loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Huh? These are protesters yesterday. All right. What were they yelling? All right, pipe. All right, it's enough. Quiet. Shut up. Go take a bath.
Uh, they <laughs> occupied House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's office yesterday. Oh, they were yelling, what, pass PEPFAR. I couldn't understand what they were saying. I, I, I couldn't either. Research. Okay. PEPFAR is the president's emergency plan for AIDS relief. I guess there's some uh, Republicans in the House who are against it. They're going to vote against that or whatever. But they, here's the issue to me. Uh, why can't you call that an insurrection? Well, they were doing the same thing there, you know, yelling and screaming. There just weren't as many of them. They were in the House. They weren't supposed to be. How'd they, they get in there? They were just as armed as the January 6th folks. They oh, s- it's totally different. Is it? What did they, what did they say? They were going to go just to go talk to McCarthy, and they just started screaming and yelling inside his office and decided not to leave? They occupied his office. They were arrested. Charge him. Well, I, I agree with you. Him. I don't see why that's considered trespassing and not insurrection. Because I don't they either. did the same thing as the other people. You know, as long as we're changing definitions around here. Okay, there you go. Wow. McCarthy should get his spine and step up and do something. Just arrest him, slap on the wrist, do something. They're, they're back meeting over this new budget, and that's what this protest was about, because I think this, whatever, what did they, what did they call it? The FARB? What is, whatever it's called. It's on the chop block. It's been around for three years. It usually just gets rolled over. I think they're cutting the funding to it, so these people were upset. And I'm thinking, okay, you know what? Why don't you go talk to all the Congress people in your in your area that passed giving hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine? Yep. And by the way, they did it again. They uh, somebody yesterday uh, admitted to giving uh, Ukraine another two hundred million dollars. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I- it's like every day they just write a check. Here it's you just go. the beginning. Oh, and we're sending over. A whole ship full of new missiles with cluster bombs inside them, which which was a war crime before to use right. cl- cluster, cluster bombs, bomb, yeah. but not now. No. You know we're bending rules. But at okay. the, and at the same time, this this whole budget thing's going on. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has told Kevin McCarthy, unless you start start some kind of proceeding to impeach this president, I refuse to sign any bill you put in front of me. So apparently that was the other word out of the swamp. Apparently McCarthy's going to say that's he, apparently the big news today is he's going to say the next step is to look into impeachment. This is how he operates. To look into it. He doesn't have, a, have anything. We're going to have a meeting to look into, to discuss, to convene, to look into, to discuss maybe sort of something down the road. Start fighting back. Yeah, he's pretty lame. It's like, okay, you take all the steps to get there, but you never get there. Right, exactly. We you talk know? about it. We talk a lot. So his big move today, a press conference to talk about impeachment. Okay, great. No, it should be interesting. But uh, it, it, I, I, I know Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a little lunatic. I understand that. She's a little, wow, wow. At least she fights. But at least she, she speaks for what she means. And you know what? Maybe she'll get somebody else to finally push McCarthy into doing something about an impeachment with this guy. Right. Uh, but who knows? As you said, we have meetings to have meetings. you got to fight like the auto workers. Whoa. I think this is going to happen. I think you're right. You called this three weeks ago. It's uh, closer and closer to a strike, and time is running out. Well, and, and you know what? Do Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis really have any other choice? I, I See, I don't know what their contract is. I don't know enough about the UAW. Uh, is it similar to, say, the air traffic controller strike that took place you know, 40 years ago when Reagan said, the hell with you. You're all fired. I'll replace you. And he replaced every single one of them. Can you do? I mean, there you're talking 140,000 employees are getting ready to walk the line on Friday night. No, they can't be. Actually, it's Friday morning. I think it ends at 12 o'clock midnight Thursday. Plus, they're private employees. So it it, it should be interesting. They Stellantis was funny because Stellantis came out yesterday and said we made progress in the contract talks. We, you know, and the, and they try to get everybody all excited about this. Stellantis offered a 14 and a half percent raise. 
the union wants a 46% raise. That's, they're pretty far off. They have agreed on some health terms. They've agreed on safety concerns. And there's other stuff that they have agreed on, but it's the money issue. They don't want a tiered paid system. They want these people coming in the front door to make like 40 bucks an hour. They want 40 hours pay for 32 hours of work. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. It doesn't look good, though. So here's how is why we're talking about it. Why does it affect us? It's beyond just trying to get a new car. They're saying a, a, a 10-day strike would be a loss of more than $5 billion in the U.S. economy. Oof. So it affects everybody. It's true. I mean, a, you know, a union force this large? My God. Well, and you just think, you know what, you say, well, how does that happen? Take away, take away the part of they make cars. You have people who aren't getting paid. Well, they're probably going to get paid for the union, but they're not going to make as much as they usually make. So they're going to stop spending money. You know what? Maybe some of them decide I can't afford not to work. I got to go work somewhere else yeah, and they can't true. find a job here. So they leave Detroit and they go somewhere else. It's it's that trickle down effect. You know, you got 140,000 people are soon going to be unemployed and you got three major companies are going to be shut down. We'll see. Not good. That stinks. All right. We need some good news. Please. Here's a feel good story for you. It's been about a month. And we, I think you even did the story in Rapid Fire. You remember the lady, the Delta passenger that that lost her dog at Atlanta's Hartsfield Airport? Yeah, what happened, which I guess when they took the dog off the plane, one of the Delta employees, for whatever reason, opened the dog's crate and the dog took off. It was freaked out. Gone. Gone. And that was it. And no one could catch it. So they, they, I don't know how you get this job, but she's a lost pet recovery specialist. Is she private? Does she work for the airport? Does it happen that much? I don't know. She's like Dog the Bounty Hunter, only she looks for dogs. they got (laughs) to have her find the guy in Pennsylvania, I think. Send her out there. She's working. Her name is Robin Allgood. She's been working on this for a month to find this dog. Holy cow. And it finally happened. First, you're going to hear the owner, Paula Rodriguez, talking about Little Maya. And then you got to listen to the lost pet recovery specialist. She is a hoot. I was crying. I was having panic attacks on the plane. I got up to her, and she still hadn't turned around and looked at me. And so I just took a deep breath, and I thought, you know what? It's now or never. And I just reached up with both hands and just grabbed around her waist, and she just relaxed into my hands. The dog, not the owner. (laughs) The owner was from, she was from some country where they wouldn't let her back in. She didn't have the proper paperwork, so she couldn't even come back and look for her dog. Oh, it's brutal. Which is kind of stupid. Uh, but th- this woman caught it. It took a month, though. Can you imagine? No. Who's been feeding the thing? I don't know. Maybe there's lots of, I don't know, critters running around the Atlanta airport. God love her. I can only hope. The heck knows. Rapid fire again. Cupdate you on everything, including the uh, manhunt in Pennsylvania. Not a lot coming out of there. Psh. It's a joke is what it is. And more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right, let's update you on everything we know so far. Jen's got the first story. Isn't it nice when they say escape killer in the U.S. illegally now armed trigger school closures? Uh, that's uh, the new headline in Potsdam, Pottstown. I think that's how you say it. Not Potsdam, Pottstown, Pennsylvania, where they believe Danello Calvalcanti is now... I don't know, hiding under a rock, under a tree. Who the heck knows? The latest, this guy escaped on August 31st. The comment was, and this this is the, the direct quote, he slipped through the tightly guarded police perimeter around the Longwood Gardens Botanical Park. Oh, that was containment mode. That was containment mode. <laughs> That's when he slipped through and then he stole a van from a dairy farm. 
and then drove 20 miles away. And now, last night, he broke into another home. Now he has a gun. He stole a 22 caliber rifle. Uh, the homeowner shot at Cavalcanti seven times. He believes he hit him. He's not sure. So now they say, he's desperate. He's like a caged animal. Okay, he's been a caged animal for 12 days, and you haven't done anything yet. So I think it's flipped. I think the police are desperate, and this guy's doing all right. Well, they up the ante. If you see him, do they? You know, they they telling everybody in the area in this wherever Chester County is. That's in Pennsylvania, but I, I think it's uh, you know twenty miles west of Philadelphia. They're saying, don't approach this guy. Now he's armed. Call nine one one. But I'm thinking, though, you know, even the shows you watch on TV, they always catch somebody. Don't I, they have dogs that go out? And- I'm just stunned. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of woods. Obviously, yeah, a lot of places still. to hide. This guy obviously has some kind of survivalist skills too. It's stunning to me. This is going on 12 days. When was the last time we even those those upstate New York people, even though they had some help a couple oh, that's of years right. ago? I remember. I yeah, mean, Clinton, whatever it was, New York. Yeah. This is going on forever. Yeah. So if he shot, maybe they're hoping he's going to bleed out. He's going to die on his own. Who the hell knows? But he's not a nice man. I like the homeowner. No. Fired seven shots. I think I hit him. Well, that's You're a right, bad guys. shot. Are you blind? <laughs> that, right. <laughs> well, it depends how far away he yeah, was, too. True. So I think he was running at the time. Uh, don't worry about it, because Dog the Bounty Hunter is on the case. No, oh, no way. Oh, yes. Come on. <laughs> right we, on cue. We joked about it last week, but now oh. they're actually saying that Dog the Bounty Hunter is looking to get in on the search. I'm going to stop your brother. He's he wants going. that 25,000. You know, they yeah. up the ante to about 100 Gs. <laughs> a thousand people will find this guy. That's uh, true. If they you do know? that, uh, Jen's going to leave the studio and find this guy. <laughs> you knocked him down in about three hours. Let's like, go. Come on, people. I, I, I just don't get how they haven't caught him yet. I, I, I don't understand it. Hey, do you remember the story of Scott Smith in Loudoun County, Virginia, which has had a lot of school board problems. They're just in, insane, tyrannical lefties that run that county. And, They're nuts. And the, throughout COVID, a lot of people, you know, pushed back against them. Scott Smith was the guy that was shouting and causing a ruckus at the school board meeting because no one would hear his, play, his, his case because he was the father of a sexual assault victim. And this was over the district's bathroom policy for transgender people. And it was described, and I'll say it because you probably won't, that a biological male dressed as a female yeah. went into the girl's room and raped this girl. Yeah, that's that's, that's what, ha- what happened. I mean, that's what ha- that's not his sto- side of the story. That's what happened that's, in, yeah. the, in the case. And they wouldn't change the policy. So, you know, and they wouldn't listen to him, and they tried to cancel him and shut him down because... You can't speak out. That's that's you're transphobic. Isn't that when the FBI whole thing started about yes. the FBI looking into families and yes, parents that caused problems? That was the exact moment. So they had, and they also had parents who who wanted to complain about school closures, and they turned the FBI on them. Wow, this, these people are nuts. Well, Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia has issued a complete and total pardon for Scott Smith against Good. his. Um, Altercation, dis- disorderly enough. conduct charge from the Loudoun, Loudoun County School Board. I, well, you know, I, I wish I, Youngkin would fire the whole school board. Too bad he can't. He needs to get rid of those crazy people. They're just... Well, did anything ever happen to the guy that raped this girl? I mean, did they ever go after him or he's just, you know... I think they completely moved into a different school. I think the case wound up being... I'm going to look into that, Diener. I'm not too sure what the penalty was for the, you know, assaulter. Yeah. I don't know where that wound up. I know it was appealed forever. Unbelievable. But I don't know. I don't know what the final result was because this happened in 21. <laughs> it's so infuriating. It's it's ridiculous is what it is. Well, but I'm glad he got pardoned. Yep. I'll go sports, guys. Okay. 
because you know this this kind of happened quietly over the past week and especially over the weekend with football on USA basketball was playing in the uh, FIBA World Cup. Is that what that was about? That's I kept on hearing about FIBA. I didn't know what it was. Yes, well, that it was is, football. <laughs> you know, like FIFA is soccer. FIBA has you know the International Federation basketball, whatever. So they had this World Cup going on, and normally USA is pretty good at basketball, right? You know, we normally end up winning the tournaments. Well, they didn't even medal in this one. They lost to Lithuania. They lost to Germany and Canada. Now, Canada. to be fair, we <laughs> sent over, you know, a bunch of people, a bunch of guys who aren't the A-listers, okay? But <laughs> because of this poor finish in the World Cup of basketball with the Olympics being next year, one LeBron James oh, has now come out because I find this really interesting. I want, I want to see the reaction when the Olympics come around. How many people are going to root against the United States because you have people who just hate LeBron James at all costs. Very He's on unlikable. the team? Yes. Well, he has now come out and said he wants to play in the Olympics. He's played before. He has a couple of gold medals, actually. He wants to play, and he wants to recruit Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Uh, he's bringing all the big and guns. bringing all the big guns <laughs> to go and win the gold medal at the Olympics because of their poor showing at the World Cup. I, I can't. It's actually the right thing to do. It is, yeah. You know what I mean? Say, this is unacceptable. So he's showing some patriotic pride with that. I right. kind of like that. And I can't find myself rooting against Team USA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I he's doing you, it purely for himself. Well, he, well, yeah. I don't know. Is he, though, or is he doing it because know. he's like, well, you, we can't do that. We're the U.S. We have to win. Kind of like that he's doing it. I just wish it wasn't you know? him. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> Couldn't it have been Steph Curry that said that first. Yeah. He's going to be on the team. So I mean, I know a lot of people hate him. I'm not a big fan of him either. But I, I'm with Bill too. I, li- I like the fact that he's standing up and saying, "We got it. We got to correct this." Yeah, it's, it's all right. I'm in. I don't, all right. Let's <laughs> see how it goes next year. God, I just can't wait till he goes away. Yeah. Well, but we all will cheer for Team USA when they yeah. destroy the competition. Uh, what if they don't? Remember the remember the Brady Bunch house? Sure. HGTV bought oh, it yeah. in 2018. Yeah. They bought it for three and a half million, and then they made it just like it was for the very Brady collection series that they did. They made it to look like the house looked like when the Brady Bunch lived in it. Well, now it's been sold again for five and a half million dollars to home collector and the wife of the ex. HBO executive Chris Albrecht. Hmm. Tina Trahan is now the new owner. She says she's going to turn it into a place where you can rent and have weddings and parties and bar mitzvahs and whatever it is, special occasions. So it's a rental house now for special occasions. Uh, Good, because you can't live there if you get a lot of kids. Again, just like the show, two bedrooms, (laughs) six kids. Yeah, and well. Mike Brady was an architect. One of the worst decisions of all time. <laughs> Until they finally had to move Greg to the attic with the beads, remember? That's right, he did have those beads. He's yes. the one that moved out. Oh, God. I think Alice lived better than the kids, honestly. Yeah, she lived behind the kitchen somewhere. Yeah, I know she had her ordered. own room. Yeah. <laughs> she had her own room. Come on, Mike Brady. And then all the girls were in the bunk beds. Oh, my oh God. God. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, moving uh, along. This is interesting. Of all the NFL news and the Aaron Rodgers stuff and everything else that's happened... I find this fascinating. The most unusual thing about the Texans' loss to the Ravens on Sunday. Wow. Did you hear about this? I forgot that game was on, Not that anybody cares about that game too much, (laughs) except the final score. It was 25-9. to It's an odd score. In the hit... Oh, is it? (laughs) In the history of the NFL, a game has never ended 25-9. to It's the first time it's ever happened. Think of how many thousands of games. What did they have? A touchdown and no extra point? 
well, six and then a t- touch. Texans got three field, field goals. Goal. And then yeah. tw- tw- it's never. So, you know, and we're involved in one here at work. We have a office pool and you d- the <laughs> final score of the thing. So you don't ever want five and nine. Yeah. And isn't that what I had the other day when our guy said, you'll never win this week, Jen. <laughs> if, if only you had the Ravens and Texans game, you could have won. <laughs> wow. That's insane. It's that that never was, happened. First time. Wow. They oh, call it when, when it's when it's a unique score that's never happened before. They call it a scoregami. Oh, the scoregami. The that's scoregami. Right. There's a guy who's keeping track of all that. Well, they got another one. They crossed another one that's off the amazing. list. Amazing. Never, never twenty-five years. to nine. Wow. Isn't that weird? Fascinating. That is weird. <laughs> that's all I got. Wow. I'm out of material. Like well, no, no, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> well, I'll finish off with this. You guys talked about the Powerball. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, five hundred fifty million dollars tomorrow night. Well, if I win, or actually I should say if Jen wins and gives me my share, <laughs> then I know. <laughs> How much do you think I'm giving you? Uh, well, hopefully enough to cover this because <laughs> the original X-Wing fighter that was used during the 1977 filming of Star Wars. Oh, man. One of the original models that they used has been long lost. Someone finally found it. It's what, in a junkyard yard somewhere? It Where just, was it? So I, I don't even know. It didn't even say. It just it resurfaced. They said they were looking for the Pennsylvania prisoner and found the X-wing. That's watch. right. Like, well, I didn't find the guy, but look, there it is. <laughs> I should. I mean, know. they actually used a model for that. I never knew they that. They did. Actually, I should say it was found in the collection. That it was this guy um, who made miniature models, and he, <laughs> oh, he so worked. this is a miniature of what? It was a miniature. Yeah. So the it's ori- like how big? So you have probably, you know, like a model that you would buy in a store. You so know? the original Industrial Light and Magic. Yeah, exactly. They were like in a warehouse. Yeah, because yeah. it was all small stuff. They made it look big with movie magic. Yeah. So this was in the collection of this guy, Greg Jan, who passed away last year. So they found it in his personal collection of stuff that he kept. And now that he's passed away, the family is auctioning it off. Heritage it's the only auctions. one there is? Yeah. Heritage auctions. How much? It's going to put it up. So you, you got to cover this bill for me, Jen, when you win the lottery. <laughs> Four hundred thousand dollars. Start the bidding. Four hundred grand. I mean, that's the original model. That's it's for a model of a fake it's, aircraft. It's the one they used in the movie to film it. That oh, is, that is ridiculous. Some serious yeah. movie uh, memorabilia, though. Sure is. Wow. Hmm. I bet you it goes for close to a million dollars. I got news for you. I give you a million dollars when I win this lottery, and you go and spend four hundred thousand dollars <laughs> on that. I'm taking the money back. I'll give you the X-Wing fighter. Okay. <laughs> no, thank how, you. how little faith did the set designers have in that movie right. where they threw that out? He's just like, yeah, I'm going to wow. do that. They're like, all right, we're finally done with that thing. Here you go, Greg. Holy cow. God. Nuts, right? All right, we got, uh, we're got. we going to wrap up. Wow. Final segment coming up next. I had missed this, and I'm glad I didn't. It would have enraged me for three hours. What's that? I, I did not hear Kamala Harris's uh, statement about 9-11 yesterday. It was enraging. Was it really? Somebody just sent that to me. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, my. That bad. And that and we'll, we'll, we'll lighten it up with good news, oh, too. Dear. It's next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I was the first woman elected district attorney of, a, of San Francisco, a major city in this country, and re-elected. So on a day when we were talking about a, an attack against the country on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, mm-hmm. Kamala was focused on political attacks against her and Joe Biden. Oh, okay. You know, that's the focus. And also says, how about this, though? When have you heard a vice president say outwardly and have to face the questions, are you prepared to step in as president? Everybody knows how decrepit Joe is. She has to answer those questions now. Yes, I am, if necessary. But Joe Biden is going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Yes, I am. She just sounds so condescending all the time. He's going to be just fine. (laughs) 
good be Lord. Yeah, he's going to be fine, sure. Yeah, he we're can remember be fine. where he is. Sure. Well, wait a minute. He's, you know, he came back. He was, you know, he was on a long trip. Are they taking him to Camp David early or something? I don't know. That Going was to Rehoboth long, early? That was international and stopped in a, in Alaska mm. for 9-11. I don't know. Maybe he'll be, he'll, he'll be off the uh, off the road for a while. Well, I figured they were going to put him on an Alaskan cruise and we wouldn't see him for like 10 days. That could be. Well, one never knows because mm. he did work hard. He was gone for three whole days, Bill. And still no update in Pennsylvania for the manhunt. He's still out there. He's still out there. When did they call in outside help? Or have they already done that and I just don't know? It looks like, you know, they got guys in SWAT gear, but I don't know if they're military guys or if they're like state trooper guys. Well, it's all over now. Diener says they've called in Dog the Bounty Hunter. Forget it. It's over. (laughs) He and his pepper spray and his zip ties are going to grab him. Oh, please. (laughs) Pepper spray. He does. Remember how far he was never off, allowed to be armed. Remember how far off he was from finding that kid here in Florida. He <laughs> was on a different island. He was like, okay, dog, hang it up, would you please, <laughs> please hang it up. God. Okay, I got to ask you because you're the Dunkin' Junkie around here. Am I? Dunkin' Donuts is offering. <laughs> are you ready for this? Dunkin' Jelly Donut flavored filled chocolates. Whoa. It's a new donut-shaped Dunkin' Jelly Donut that's chocolate that has Dunkin' Donut raspberry jelly inside it. If it's raspberry to go with chocolate, that pairs, doesn't it? Yeah, so it's like a raspberry chocolate donut. Yeah. And then inside it is stuffed with raspberry. It's probably very good. And they say you can find it now at grocery retailers nationwide. Really? So go get me some when you buy our lottery tickets, okay? It's a donut innovation. How do you like that? We'll be back tomorrow morning. That's the innovation. Six o'clock. We would love to have you join us. Thanks for being here today. Have a great day and take care.